hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. Bill, Tyler, thanks thanks for doing this and thanks for being on the podcast with us today. Uh, and thanks for all you've done for the industry for so long. Uh, you know, we're celebrating 75 years at Green Top this year and you guys are celebrating about what, 36 years. Is that right? 36 years, you know, 1986, you know, we brought the first Realtree pattern out and it's just been a great ride for us and the industry, you know, we, you know, thoroughly enjoy. It's been, been very good to us and uh, hopefully we've given something back in return. Right. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Thank you. They never saw you coming, did they, Bill? No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it has been a great ride. You know, just like you guys uh, celebrate your 75th, you know, it's really what an honor for you guys and all the, you know, people that uh, speak volumes for y'all and, you know, all, all you uh, workers and, and, and Green Top in general. In 75 years, that's a big number. It is. It, it is. Really is. Yeah. Proud, proud of it. it. Yeah. Yep. Come a long way. Tyler, uh, what, what was it like growing up? Um, you know, your childhood it had to have been a, a good one, man. You know, uh, I remember, I guess you were on a lot of the Monster Bucks movies. Um, yeah, you know, I think for me, it's like, it's kind of crazy, you know, kind of seeing the growth of Realtree. It, it's kind of been the same way with my childhood. I was kind of there from the beginning. But I think when it's going on and you're that young, you don't realize yeah. maybe, uh, you know, the how big it is at, at that age. But, you know, it's just kind of cool, you know, seeing just kind of the ride and the the just going through all these years and the growth um, and all the people that you touch too, like just the people you hunt with, the people you share camp with, and just knowing that we all have the same common interest, uh, which is the outdoors. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's just kind of a cool thing. You know, this industry is, uh, you know, some of my best friends in the world have come from this industry and that's all thanks to kind of what's happened here at Realtree. And you get just, a little better look looking back. You you may not see it as it's happening, but when you right. reflect on it a year or two years later, you start to it all comes together. That's exactly right. I, mean, I just I just turned thirty two days ago, and it just kind of thinking about my childhood and just you know this this company and everything you know from when I was very little shooting my first turkey with him and and having all the I was going through some of the footage uh, of turkey season since we're turkey hunting right now and just all those memories man, I've, I've been kind of lucky to have my whole life kind of captured on camera. And it's yeah. and a, a lot of the people, uh, the most common thing I get uh, from, from folks is, man, I've seen you since you were this big. And it's just kind of <laughs> wild to think yeah. a lot of people have seen me grow up on camera, which is, which is cool and kind of weird in a way too. Right. Yeah. Right. And they know you in a way that you'll never know them. Right. That's yeah. right. Yep. That's right. And I, they know me in a way that maybe I don't even like know myself. Sure. It's, you know, sure. They've got yeah. a, a firsthand third person's perspective of your, you and your, your progression. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So it's cool. It's, it's been a, been a really fun ride. And I can, I can tell you that we're all excited about, you know, celebrating 36 years as y'all are 75 and hopefully it won't be anytime soon, but hopefully we'll be looking back on 75 one day. Yeah. yeah. Cool. At the rate you're going, I think you're doing just fine. That's good. Bill, I wanted we'll to say. ask you, um, you know what? What made you come up with this idea of 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 the camo? I mean, did I mean I, I know you were with it. you were passionate about the hunting and fishing and the outdoors, but what what really brought that idea on? Well, you know, when I was growing up, of course, this has been 36, 37 years ago. The only thing we had to uh, to buy back in the day was that, the military style camos. Right. And, you know, with me being an avid bow hunter, and I still am today, you know. 
I just said, you know, I think I can do something a little bit different, you know, and hopefully modernize those patterns a little bit. And so, uh, you know, I hand drew the first Realtree patterns back in 1983, 1984, did not have a clue what it was going to lead to. You know, I just right. kept experimenting and, uh, you know, with things and finally put it down on paper and it was hand drawn from the very outset. And, you know, looking back at it, it was I thought it was a masterpiece. Now, when you look back, it's kind of antiquated <laughs> what you can do, you know, today's Yeah, drawing. right. But you it's know, still, time, even yeah, as you look at it, it's, it's oh, yeah. still got a, a, it's got the right look even by today's standards. It's, no, it it, does. It, I mean, I it's outdated, but it's the detail is still there. Yeah. The colors still work. I mean, the, the outdoors has only changed so much. The pattern is still relevant. No, that's very, very well, you know, good point right there. You know, I hand drew the very first pattern and, it, you know, I just want to do something different. Being a bow hunter, you know, I was up in trees, you know, but down here in the South, sure. here in Columbus, Georgia and, you know, I just wanted something to match the environment just a little bit better for me. Yeah. And so the concept was born. And then, of course, obviously, I put it on on paper and then obviously it went to fabric. And, you know, and let me tell you something. I, I can truly tell you when Green Dot opened 75 years ago, you didn't know what was going to happen. And those first three or four years, it was it was pretty tough. You know, yeah. you, you're trying to convince the industry that these kind of patterns would work. Yep. trying to convince the industry, you know, the, the, to the consumer, hey, look, I know you've been buying this for all your life, but we got something new for you. So it didn't, it wasn't an overnight deal. You know, you could tell momentum building, yeah. but it was really four or five years before it really just, you know, took hold. And you're selling a product that doesn't exist. You're the you're, first you're, of you're its no, kind. Yeah. No, it, you know, it's, I'm sure it's a hard sale, you know, and, and uh, all the surplus to World War and Vietnam and Korea, all that camouflage still around and it's cheap. It's hard to say mine's better when it's it's the first of its kind. No, that's true. And you guys, I know, are outdoorsmen. And, you know, the, the thing that I, I, I think I saw early on, you know, I knew if they would buy the coat and pants, they were going to buy the matching hat, the gloves, the neck Bingo. gaiters, the head yep. nets, the matching boots. And all of a sudden, you know, it goes over to the, the archery equipment and, you know, and obviously the gun as well. So, you know, uh, you know, it's going to be a system, I guess, more, more than anything. Yeah. It's not one or two pieces of garments. It's multiple garments. Hunter, I don't know about this day off stuff tomorrow. Yeah, what's the deal with that? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, it's the middle of the week. You know, That's it's right. not yet. <laughs> if we didn't drink it. so much, it wouldn't be so hard on him. Yeah. <laughs> I got a four-year-old that, uh, you know, Wednesday is what she calls Daddy Day. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, we, we, we play outside. And, of course, it's starting to warm up now. So, um, you know, that. Getting outside and getting outdoors, doing some stuff is 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 what I'm looking forward oh, to. It is, I, and it, I'm going. Uh, if I have to boat on y'all, I have a. Uh, I'm an older dad, but I have a 16 year old daughter and a 13 year old son. And uh, my daughter plays travel ball, softball, and high school ball. Okay, my son's a starting third baseman on our middle school, and they're playing here in a little bit. Oh, okay, cool. all right. So, well, but, I mean, y'all got kids, so y'all understand all that. Yeah, yeah. No, what I just uh, we wanted to ask a couple more questions and um right. you know uh we were talking about you know getting into the um i guess you know getting into the game and and w w the creation of real tree right. you know i heard a i heard a quite an interesting story about your your first shot show uh did, did you ever pay your bill at shot show bill that's an, I, I always pay my bills. It just may, may not be on time. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I read no, that story. I, I thought that was a really good story. I, no, that it, was, it, I tell you, unfortunately, it's a, it's a true story. You know, we paid half the money up front to go to the shot show, and, you know, you're betting on it to come kind of deal. And, and uh, you know, I have a lot of pride, and, you know, I would have paid my bills no matter what, but I didn't. They came at, actually looking for the other half of the payment. 
<laughs> and I didn't have it, you know, and I said, but I will promise you, you will get it. And yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, but we've all right been there. Now. We've all, yeah, we've all had those struggles at some point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, getting so, a know, company off learn, the ground is not an easy task, you know? No, it's not an easy task. You learn from it and it makes you just work that much harder. Yeah, sure. absolutely. When and um, your name's on it. That's right. <laughs> My name's on it. That's, <laughs> that's true. Right. true. And get, just get to your name, J O R D A N. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, pronounce J-E-R. That is a true story. Okay. Yeah, we it's it, we actually that's a uh yeah, it's Jordan, but right. it's said Jordan, but you know, we actually have a lot of Jordans down here. Like I one regional of my, wise, yeah, one of my right. friends, yeah. his first name, he goes by Jordan Waddell. We have a Jordan High School not related to us. So for whatever it is, and there's Jordan Hare Stadium at Auburn. So that's just kind of <laughs> Just kind of this area for whatever reason. Sure, right. and all of it's spelled J O R D A N. All of it's spelled J O R D A N. Okay, but we, right. but we've, I've always answered to everything. So okay. it's, it's, you know, you can call so, me. Anything. I told everybody I'll just call you William. I said, well, <laughs> That's it. There you, you go. There you go. <laughs> so how about? In, so do you pronounce? Uh, is it Acorn or Acorn in uh, in Georgia? You know, being down south, it's Acorns. I yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, what do you call it? I'm an acorn, I, I, but it's I, almost two words. Acorn. It's, yeah. a, you know, my family's always said Aiken, like Aiken. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's either Aiken or Acorn. And uh, I've, I've been trying to teach my daughter it's it's Acorn, but uh, my wife's, she's not, it's yeah, not, she's it's not, not working real well. Yeah. She's not buying <laughs> no, it. No, that's, we don't want to be, it, none of the four of us want to be teaching English anywhere. That, that's uh, right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm still working on my 23 letter alphabet. So we got, yeah. we got a little exploring to do. <laughs> I totally get that one. That's right. So uh, I, I understand that, you know, when did y'all get into the real tree fishing? And, you know, I like that new aspect brand. Right. Um, you know, obviously the, the fishing world is getting bigger and bigger and uh, the apparel is wonderful. Um, tell us a little more about that, that, that as the aspect of real tree aspect, I guess. Well, you know, the, the fishing pattern thing, you know, I grew up a hunter and a fisherman. And, and so uh, back in the early days, when we were on the national network, TNN back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I'd go up on stage doing the Bassmasters Classic with, you know, contemporaries of mine, Hank Parker. And, you know, P- Hank won a couple of Bassmasters Classics. And even though Hank and I were relatively about the same age, but uh, on TNN, I grew up with Roland Martin and Jimmy Houston and Bill Dance, and those guys are, are friends today. And so I got asked to kind of host some weigh-in stuff. Hank and I did, you know, Bassmasters way back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, go up on stage with TNN. And so the fishing thing's been a passion. So, you know, that it, it all starts there. And, uh, you know, being an avid bass fisherman down here in the South, I used to fish tournaments. So it was just a natural progression to go over to the fishing side. And, you know, uh, you know, we, we're kind of, you know, this past weekend, we had some of our bass fishing pros, one of them, Stetson Blaylock, uh, finished third in the Bassmasters Classic. He was leading it up to the last hour of the tournament. And then Mm -hmm. Dustin Canal, another one of our fishermen, won the Major League Fishing MLF this past weekend. But we've got the who's who are fishing, and it's it's a lot of fun hanging with those guys. And, oh, yeah. You know, sure. It's a fun crowd. Team. And, you know, it, it gets us out of the hunting camo into more of a lifestyle, you know, fashion pattern sure. type stuff. Right. 
And uh, it's done really well. For it does, you know, it kind of makes Realtree 12 months out of the year too. Yeah. Yep. Where, yeah. You know, you, you don't really take a, even though you have turkey season, you know, when May right. hits, you know, kind of it's over in most states, but then you roll over into hardcore fishing during the summer. So it kind of keeps our marketing department, just other parts yep. of our business sure. you know, really busy, but it's, it's really been a great growth part of our business. Yep. And, uh, you know, we're excited to, to, to be in that, in that market, you know, yep. the Bassmasters classic for those that were there, I didn't get a chance to go this year, but it was as packed as it's ever been. I think it was a record crowd. So that just tells you more about the growth that fishing has had. And it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. 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 And you can grow with it. And that's a good idea spread out after turkey season. Not everybody wears camo all year, which I don't know why, but they don't, <laughs> you know, so that, I mean, now you, not only have you opened your business to 12 months, but you open a whole new set of clients and yeah. customers. So, that's, a, that's, that's right. a good move. Yeah. Even though, even though a lot of it crosses over, it's still sure. a brand new space. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, if you fish more than likely, you know, you hunt and buy a lot of overlap. You know, there's, there's still, there's a lot that don't. And, yep. and it's just, a, it's a, it's a cool lifestyle. Yep. Tyler, how's the, I guess, how's the, the, the hunting crew doing that down there? Uh, I guess uh, T-Bone, is he doing all right? Or Michael, everybody doing good? Yeah, we got a text. I know y'all know probably what's going on with T-Bone, but we got yeah. a text. Dad and I did last week from T-Bone. He's doing extremely well. Good. So Very he's, good. Um, he's recovering healthy. I think he's about to get fitted for a prosthetic. Yeah, he, he lost a part of you know, his leg for people who yep. may not know. Yep. And, uh, and Tyler and I went up to his house the day before the surgery and spent the afternoon with him. And, you know, such a neat guy. He's been an integral part of Realtree, and he, yeah. he is family. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Michael you know, spoke he, really highly of him. He said he, he never met a stranger. He's everybody's buddy, and you hate to hate to see good people th- go through bad stuff. But it's he got a lot of support in the industry, and it's glad to hear he's doing well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, just uh, you know, it's a blessing. You know, he's he's very strong. You know, I talked to him last week, and uh, you know, had a good visit, and and uh, you know, he's taking on the challenge. I don't know how good. a lot of us would act in that situation, but he's really taking it on with a positive attitude. Yeah, I, I, there's, not, there's not a more for anybody that's been around T-Bone, there's not a more positive person and positive influence. No matter who he's around, you know, he can be going through the worst of anything and you would never know it. Yeah. And I think that yeah. just speaks volumes to because I can say for me and I'll probably others too, going through what he's been through and he's known, you know, since September, October. I don't think I could keep the same, you know, happy go lucky attitude. Sure. He, he and you know it's before. coming. He does it with such grace and class, but that just that's just who he is and all he's always been. Good. Right. Uh well, speaking of which, you know, the Monster Bucks films uh and hunt, hunting films, I guess, started to hit real big in what the early nineties, would you say? Was that about the time? Yeah. Yep. What it what kind of I guess what brought that on for you all? I mean, did, was it, is it just something you thought there's a, there's another edge to this to, to, to get more hunters involved or to get more no, people abso- behind the real tree or. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, our television show did extremely well on the Nashville network back in yep. the day at TNN. And, you know, uh, you know, you know, the, the yesterday's world is different than today's world, how you view stuff. And of course we obviously had to watch television and videos, you know, back in the day for it's getting kind of, you know, hunting on, on cameras and stuff. So the, the monster bucks came off the television shows, you know, how do we reach that audience? And, you know, I, I think I'm most proud of, of bringing a lot of new hunters into the sport. Sure. Yeah. And so that was the original idea to give entertainment. Now, you know, today's world, you can get on this, this phone and, you know, you can YouTube anything up. Well, we were the current YouTube back in the day through the video of the television shows. Right. 
And so, you know, we brought so many people, uh, I think, into the sport. And, and beyond that, you know, uh, you know, with Michael and we talk about T-Bone and Nick Munn and others, you know, Lee and Tiffany, you know, Lukoski, the ones who know Lee and Tiffany and Ralph and Vicky Stancerello and others, you know, uh, the Kiskis. You know, we all kind of met in around that same time. And it was very it was a lot of fun for us because we gave them a platform to, you know, show their videos and their talent off and so forth. And I'm very proud of that. You know, I mean, we we uh, we talk around here. We birthed a lot of those people through here and friendships. And and we had a platform that they could share on and then they made their own income and life. Sure. Right. So sure. It was it, it looked like a good partnership. Product. Yeah, yeah the true partnership. Yep. And then, like Tyler said, you know, the best thing about it, we're all the same people. We all enjoy the outdoors. Sure. We have the same love for the outdoors. And to be able to have that platform and share it with others, you know, we we really proud that, uh, you know, Monster Bucks had a little part into it, the Real Tree Outdoor TV show as well. Yeah. And everybody's wearing the same camo pattern. It's, I mean, just don't put it, get pattern. it out there. Everybody can see it. You see it's all its applications, different styles for different hunters, different parts of the country. It's, it's, it's a no, good move, absolutely. and it worked well for everybody. No, absolutely, absolutely. I what's, love that original pattern. Yeah, God, I was going to ask you what your favorite pattern was. It's got to be the original. I'm, I'm it's always the first one. Yeah, yep. it's always the first one. Yep. <laughs> you know, to Tyler, I, I I don't want to say a whole lot, but uh, Tyler is on me literally every day. A couple of people here in the office. We need to bring that back. Yes, yeah, bring, absolutely. That, yeah, you got two back. more fans right here. Absolutely. Yes. Please yeah. so, put it on everything. Never say never. Never say never. I That's think right. it would be good green top myself. That's yeah. right. I can smell some sort of real tree green top exclusive coming. I don't know if I don't know if y'all are picking <laughs> hey, up. Hey, on that. We can make that color work. We can. That's, That's right. We uh everybody smiles when a when an old school eight seventy or eleven hundred comes in in one of your original patterns. It just and the, I have two Benellis myself in the original green uh patterns and Jay, it's just it's just a classic gun and just a smile you get from someone that remembers the pattern 25, 28, 30 years ago, before I was even born, before I was, you know, thought, man, I remember when this came out, you had to have it. Yeah. And it's still relevant. It's still the, exactly as good as it was the day you made it. So it, no, it's, I, it's, I like to see that it's lasted. No, we, we appreciate you saying that. And, and again, we kicked it around the office here a little bit in conversation and, you know, how do we, how do we introduce it for those people who'd like to see it come back? So there's, there's a strong possibility that could happen. Yeah. We, the neat thing about us, which we, we, uh, we, we giggle here in the office, but we work on patterns year round, sure. you know, 24 seven, we have, I work with a lot of our, our people here and our design people. And, you know, we like creating and, uh, you know, before we got on here with you guys, we were looking at uh, one of our designs that's actually on fabric right now for, you know, an introduction, you know, here, you know, the next year or two. So we always have two or three patterns in the, in the works all the time. And so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's with us 24 seven, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to mark this one, checking on the box for you guys on the original. Good. I'm, I'm listening I like to it. it. It's the green top green leaf. It's got a good ring to it. I like it. That's true. It does. I like, it. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I think for, for me, I really like, I was, I posted a picture the other day to Instagram, but the first Turkey I ever killed was an advantage classic. Yeah. yeah. We were uh, just talking when it, when the video cut out, Helen was just saying, man, I like I it. I miss advantage, advantage, man. Yeah. 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 That was a, no, and that I, looked good. That looked really good on those Benelli shotguns too, about late nineties, early two thousands. I can picture that real yeah. vivid. I mean, advantage classic and real tree hardwoods. Those are two that yep. were probably my favorites. I'm the hardwoods is such a classic, man. It worked everywhere. It's just it's perfect. And I'm, yeah. I'm looking up, I'm cheating a little bit. I'm on your website and I'm looking through all the patterns and the, kind of your progression, your timeline. 
And every one of them, I'm like, oh, I love that one. And you scroll <laughs> to the next one. Oh, my God, uh, I love that one, too. It's um, like we always talked about if we were to bring like one of them back, like which one would we bring back? Because I think we, we posted the other day on Instagram and Facebook. We had like a, a several garments or several several jackets all in different patterns. And so we asked people what their favorite was. But like there wasn't one more than the other. Like everybody right. was pretty kind of split down the middle on three or four yep. different ones. So. It's like, which one do you do? But, you know, we have a lot of cool options. And if we ever do decide to bring something back, I think it would be well received just because a lot you of you got a market for it. Absolutely. Yes. You didn't wear it. You remember your dad wearing it or your grandfather wearing it. And so I think it's just a cool it's heritage. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Truly and you is. see that old school pattern well, with all the new breathable moisture wicking, all the new technologies, you're still getting the cool picture you want. You're still getting the memory that you want and you're still not sweating to death and you're still you know, in the right clothes, in the right gear. Yeah, you don't want to be in the same clothes, probably. No, no, no. And I got a couple, uh, <laughs> whether they were real tree brand or walls, you know, bibs and the original one-piece patterns. There's, I mean, they're fun to wear. It's cool to wear, but you take about 10 steps out the truck. You're yeah. sweating. You're dying. You're unzipping it. Uh, but, but you look how you want to look. Yeah, but you look cool. That's right. <laughs> right, you look, right. That's right. That's way more important than being cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you were bringing it up. You're always constantly bringing up uh, or trying to create new patterns. So the 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 ability to be innovative in the industry today is is great because obviously there's a ton of competition out there today. Yeah. Um. You know, but uh, I guess you know what we we're falling back on. What we were just saying it'd be, I guess, then maybe the, the new innovative thing to do is to fall back on the old school stuff and right. and, and bring it back. Um. You know, I think I think people would love to see it. Uh, I really do. Um, yeah, and, I, and again, like I said, that's a that's a strong possibility because we're good. always constantly rearranging, moving things around, trying different color combinations. You know, the the thing, obviously, you guys are outdoor people and and outdoorsmen and, and hunters, but you know the you know we talk about the patterns being uh, you know important, which they are. But you know, we preach around here colors just as equally as important. You and the contrast to, to complement it. The environment confidence factor really and truly is. Yep. You know, if you're if you're in a duck blind and you you got some kind of odd color, you look out of place, you feel out right. of place. So that confidence factor, you know, I've always been I want to kind of blend in the best I could into the environment in which I hunted. And that's still our theme and our, our object object objects here, what we we always uh you know look into. So you know, uh, you know, we we have a theme around here. You want to look like where you hunt, sure, right? But and it's that's honestly what we try to do. And it's hard to it's hard to, to give that to every customer because they're when they that's buy true. decoys, they buy decoys that look good to them, not that look good to the ducks. That's so true. when you're buying that's a camo true. pattern, you want it to be somewhere between your comfort and the game you're hunting's comfort. You you know, you, you kind of got to split it. Yeah, kind of kind of what you're saying. You've never seen a duck buy, buy a decoy. I've never seen it exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I've also never seen a deer say, I'd love to get shot with that guy wearing that shirt. <laughs> right. So it's, but you're right. You got to sell it to the person. You can't sell it to the environment. It's, it's kind of and a it's gotta be believable. It's really true. Sure. Back to yeah. consumers gotta be believable. And there, there's some people that the camo and the pattern may not be that important to them, but really the, you know, I, I, I won't look like where I hunt. And so sure. for us, we still have that blend into the environment type effects here. Yeah. And, yeah. and even though we're talking about, you know, bringing back a potential heritage line or pattern that can be really cool, but he's always working on something new. You know, we're, we always probably have, I'd say at all times, two to three patterns in development. Works, yeah. It's always a constant progress uh, you know, for some of these patterns, you know, 
people ask how long it takes. It's sometimes yeah. three to five years on yep. getting this right, you know, between, especially now with everything going on in the world, it's kind of crazy. Um, you know, it may take even a little bit longer, but, you know, we're constantly innovating and trying to get better, whether it's waterfowl, whitetail, turkey, right. um, whatever it is. So always constantly evolving and changing. I, I, yeah, I think I think one of the important things, too, is, is uh, you know, which we do here, we do really and truly, when you call research and development, we test everything before we bring it out. You know, we've got garments and already cut up in the, into coats and pants and hats. We may not even bring that pattern out, but we take it out in the field. And the, the one advantage I think that we have on trying to get the pattern and the, and the colors right, we shoot still photography with it, and we also shoot, so shoot video with it. So when we shoot, bring it all back in-house, we look at the video. How did it work? How did it match in these situations? And the same thing with the still photography. So the neat thing for us as part of our research development, we just don't do a pattern and say, here it is. Yeah, it really goes through a testing process for us, and it has to it has to uh, you know check all the boxes off before we ever sure. bring it out. Right, sure, and it needs to be functional. It needs to be something yeah, that looks good on print, and I can still hunt in it, and it still does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hmm. So, so you uh, want me to keep my submissions from the one I've drawn? Want well, me to hang on to that. I just I need to get y'all down here. We need to pick out the green top pattern. I like it. Hey, we can do that. I love you're, it. You're just play, a, just go ahead and put your address on yeah. the air real quick so everybody can show up. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna rename Real Tree Original to just Real Tree Green Top. I like it. Hey, I'm with like you, it. man. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm with you. Hey, I know you guys got to go. Before we let you go, one question. We had a podcast not long ago on what the best rifle caliber for whitetail deer hunting was. And we wanted to ask you both your opinion on that. And then we'll tell you what our results yeah, were. Yeah, we picked it as a Virginia so let me, caliber let me tell you, with our, 300 our yards in it. Mine anyway will not match yours. And, you never and know. Thought, well, that, and mine didn't make the cut, and neither did Hunter's. Right. But we, but we well, mine, I'm, going to, I'm just, I'm going to be in the boat with y'all. I'm going to say mine's not going to make the cut. Yeah. But I will tell you the reasons why I picked this caliber uh, years ago. And, you know, I've shot a lot of different guns over the years. But if you take a whitetail gun, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it to Tyler first. I don't want to influence his decision. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I'll get, I'll let him give your account his caliber. Honestly, I feel he like he likes them all. If you're, yeah. if you're taking one and we are our guidelines were 300 yards and in, whether you want to use speed, energy, ballistics, uh, just raw killing power that would just kind of drew it up like a bracket and this versus this. But we're really looking for a Virginia caliber, which would yeah. be about the same as a Georgia caliber. Yeah. It would be. I, yep. that, I want to hear yours first. I feel like mine. Right, let me let, let me tell you something. We're, There's we're no wrong answer. Very important yeah. thing here. We we're talking. They they've already failed the test. So we you know if we <laughs> yeah, failed the right. wrong thing. They've already failed it too. Yeah. So, all right. I, I'll I'll give you a quick analogy. I'm gonna give you two or three different calibers. Okay. Uh, you know the six point five Creedmoor is kind of a new thing out there. You know I think it's a good introductory gun. You know for the kids. I've got a thirteen year old. I got a sixteen year old. It's got speed, it's got accuracy, it's got all the right things. And then, then you go into, uh, you know, the 243 caliber. And I'll talk about the youth type things, you know, right there. And, and I hunted, even as a young adult, I hunted with a 243 some. So the speed factor, you know, there's all right there. Then, you know, you go up to the 270, you know, and all of a sudden 270, you just get a little bit more what I call ump, you know, into it. And, of course, you can jump over that and get into the 300s. But one of my favorite calibers, it's not going to be everybody's. I can tell you, I'm going to pick one that y'all did not pick, and I don't even know what you picked. But a 280 just gave me a good all around. That was on the list. So, that was so on the I, list. 
I was going to say either a 308 or 280. And a 308. And, you know, yep. that's, you know, but if you just want that kind of a little bit more up with yeah, a little bit sure. of, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed shooting a 280 for a lot of years. So we had it worked down to a 270, as long action and short action. We had it yeah. down to a 270 and a 308 with the final two. And we decided on 270 based off of what we see, what yeah. everybody's dad shot, you know, what guns are popular now, what's what's relevant. But 280 actually was on the list, yeah. no doubt. 280 Remington, 280. And, two, and 280, I, th- I, I think I, I'm a little bit, I got y'all by a few years, but I think if the 280 in the time would have come out before the 270. Yep. The 280 might have been that that 270. You know, yeah. Rob, and I do agree with the 270. I really yeah. truly do. But, yep. Yep. Uh, but 280 is a fantastic caliber. It's fantastic. No, you get a good blend of speed, energy. You can easily load for it. Uh, 280 actually will shoot two calibers. Uh, it, it's a, that's a no brand. It just Winchester took off and Remington did. So one of them is yeah. made by Winchester, one of Remington. So yeah. uh, both of them, excellent so guys. We, 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 we both failed. I think y'all, I, I guess. Yeah. We get the number one. Yeah. Well, Hunter shoots a, for the Hunter shoots a, he shoots a 300 rum and I shoot a seven millimeter. So we're both in, you know, <laughs> we're both in the wrong caliber. Yeah. Total opposite end. Yeah. 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 That's right. And Waddell said 243. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. think he, 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 he got he got a bunch of kids. Yeah, that's he right. does. That's what yeah. he said. He so said he, anybody he, can he, pick he, it up he, and off we go. Yeah. Yeah. So you know we have the two forty three and the six point five for our younger kids. Yep. Yep. And uh, both of them are good guns. You know. Yeah. They, yeah they absolutely. Both great introductory they, guns. Uh, and and st- they they both get the job done. But I, I'm glad that I, I came in last place in the two eight. <laughs> you did fine. You did fine. You're also talking to a couple of rifle guys. We we've seen them with. You know, the, the customers on the floor teach you more than you like to admit, but they'll tell you, they'll give you an hour-long dissertation on how great the 280 is. And they say, well, I sold mine 30 years ago. God, I wish I had another one. Well, if it was so great, why'd you sell it? You know, <laughs> why, why don't you still have it? <laughs> Wasn't that good? Yeah, no, I would say the same. I, I think I've shot most of my deer with a 280. Yeah. yeah. I've used 308 for the last couple of years. 308's a great guy. And I've, I mean, I've, I've shot, I don't know, probably eight or nine deer bucks this last couple of years with a with a 308 and it's just been solid. Yeah. So I've been, been happy with it. When, when you kind of get with something and get comfortable with it, you just don't want to change. Sure. That's right. And you, you get used to that one field at one recoil, you already got a load for it. Everything's ready to go. Yeah, well, lastly, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you, you guys are almost down here in the South. I'm going to ask y'all a question. Easy, easy, man. I'm, well, I think we're pretty much there. What is your favorite? Let's go major league baseball team first. Okay. Uh, okay. You can go first. Huh? Uh, believe it or not, Chicago White Sox. Okay. <laughs> That's enough said. Every, everybody, everybody in this I, area. I, I, will, I, I will give you a question back on the Chicago White Sox. Okay. Uh, Hall of Famer. He's from Columbus, Georgia. Played at my high school. And he was Played on the White, the White Sox? Sox. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. You're probably the most Frank, well-known white. Carlton so Fisk? Probably, probably an oh, wait a minute. Was it, it's either Carlton Fisk or Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas, yeah. Frank, Frank Thomas is from our hometown here in Columbus, Georgia. Played at uh, my high school I went to. Uh, I was a wide receiver in high school and college. I played okay. college on Ole Miss, but make a long story short, he did break one of my receiving records in high school as a tight hmm. end. I was a wide receiver, but I still hold three. There you go. <laughs> nice. There you Frank go. Thomas. All right, now we, we're going to go Major League. Who, who you All got? Right. Everyone here is a Braves fan because the Braves had a triple-A organization in Richmond. Yeah. Um, I'm a Nationals fan because my high school best friend's father was a third-base coach. 
There you go. So, and, I, and I've stayed with him, and he's now with the Rangers. So now I'm a Rangers fan. <laughs> so I've gone around with Tony Beasley more than I have with the the Stars. So if they, if uh, if if your team moves to Venezuela, you're gonna be pulling for Venezuela. I'm going wherever <laughs> Tony, Tony still lives five minutes down the street from me. I'm going with him. That's right. We're 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 both Braves fans. Yep. You know, we have a lot of friends. And there's a lot of Braves Braves. history all through Richmond yeah. right here. It's a uh, a lot of people Absolutely. saw Chipper Jones, Glavin. Uh, Giles, they saw a lot of people yeah. come through, yeah, uh, through Richmond. So well, Chip, they got a Chip huge following here. Chip is a good friend of ours and a good, you know, friends of the industry. You know, big outdoorsman. Yep. Yep. Brian Lager hands and Adam LaRoche. Played I'm a big Braves. Adam LaRoche so, fan. Big yeah, time. Tyler, real good friends of, uh, you know, current Braves third baseman, you know, Austin yep. Riley. So we, yep. we, uh, this boy probably saw, saw more World Series games in person than anybody. You went, <laughs> I went four out of the six. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's good. Good. Uh, Flew to Houston for the last game, so yeah, it was good. a good way to. I'm really glad they wrapped well, it up. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad the Braves pulled it out because I'm definitely not a Houston Astros fan. I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people don't like the Astros, but I. I'm. Yeah, I'm not a big fan yeah. of them at all. It was surprising being there in person that uh, you know when the Braves would do something good, there'd be a lot of cheers, and you'd kind of stop and be like. The Braves just hit a home run, right? Like, yeah. this, this, right. It, it, you would almost think it would be a home game for the Braves, yeah, right. the Braves fans. Yeah. So, I bet the Astros don't have many home games anymore. <laughs> no home feeling game. That, that's true. No. Yep. All right. Now, la, la, my last question favorite college? I'm going Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd probably, yeah, yeah, I'm over yeah, two. I'm over yeah. two, man. I got to do something. Uh, I don't have much preference. I'd probably say UVA baseball just because they're kind of the home team. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we both, uh, I played football at Ole Miss. So obviously he graduated Ole Miss. So okay. uh, we're big Ole Miss fans. And uh, we, uh, we got an interesting head coach there in Lane Kiffin right now. And then, yeah. Our baseball program too. We're baseball guys as well, and yep. yeah. Ole Miss baseball is uh, is uh, does well as too. We enjoy pulling for Ole Miss. Now I will. I'll leave you with this question. What's um? It's good to kind of know where you're at in the country. What what would most people in your area consider a trophy whitetail? Uh, I guess by score, by Boone and Crockett score, because everyone, at least in this area, scoring's not huge. It's either right. big or it isn't. Uh, it's mountable or it's not, or it, I like this deer, or I got a good story with this deer. But as a whole, you know, everyone kind of has a number that they like to work off of. Um, I would, I think our antlers are typically a little bigger than George's, and I don't know necessarily what the the standard would be on on somebody's mountable deer versus somebody's. Ours the average for us is 170 pound doe. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> We like killing does too. So we, I'm we, with you. I'm with you. Yeah, we we right there. You know, uh, we're we're blessed. We uh, we manage our farms, and uh, Georgia surprisingly has a lot of good deer. Tyler off our farm this year, bow hunting. Uh, you guys may have not have seen it, but uh, gross scored 189 inches and in, in change. I saw and, that one. And I, but getting back to realistic numbers, you know, we we uh, we manage our land and let deer get you know to a certain age and. But we have no problems in uh, you know shooting 125 to 135 inch deer, and and a good a good deer for us down here in the south is, is probably the 145 150 range. Yeah, it's about where we're at. Yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah. mountable deer are 120 plus, um, and a lot of real trophies are 140 plus. Yeah, yeah. getting know, something you, 160 or bigger is tough here. Yeah, if you got a 140 150 deer, that's that's a good deer for us. Sure. Again, you have like y'all, we have that exception of 160 170 deer. You know, comes through, you know, and stuff. But, but it's uh, usually like every four or five years. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, the, the deer I shot this year, like don't people, people see it and they're like, Oh my gosh, you do this every year. We've had that place for 20 something years. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it. That's, that's been a long, it's been a sure. long process. Yeah. Of just long time in the making, you know, and even though you have a lot of land, you know, we're, we're blessed to have a lot of acreage, but these deer leave and they get shot. So, you know, we, there's a lot of deer. You're like, man, these are going to be good next year. I can't tell you how many deer we say that. It disappears. So, yeah. you know, something they've either been killed or they've moved on to, you know, another, another piece of property, but yeah. that's just, uh, that's probably top end for us. But, I, yeah. But we, but we enjoy working the land, you know, we, we, sure. uh, you know, we're very engaged with the property and, you know, it's a great learning to, you know, I have a 16 year old daughter and 13 year old son and they're friends. And so we try to teach them the value of, uh, you know, how to enjoy the outdoors and doing the right things. And so, you know, we, we'd much rather get our kids in the outdoor space as y'all would and, 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 and then doing anything else, you know, sure. we're a sports family. We do all the baseball, softball and all that type stuff, but getting our kids, we're fortunate enough to have a couple of small lakes on the property. And, uh, my 13 year old and I went up there and spent Sunday afternoon fishing, you nice. know, so, uh, but we, we enjoy doing all that stuff. Good. Good. And you, you don't, there's no, uh, hunting with dogs in Georgia, is there? No. No. I don't think so. It's still real big here, and it and it costs a whole lot of people a whole lot of trophies. Uh, it's a it's a culture here, and I'm one of them. I don't want to sound like I'm one side or the other, but it's a hard place to manage deer when there's right. so much. The deer are constantly moving. Constantly yeah, we got changing. a good we got a good friend. Y'all probably know Elliot Sadler. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he's so, an hour and a half from here. Yeah, so yeah. we're good friends with Elliot, but he always he showed me some videos and stuff, and it is it's a whole new game doing sure, that. It is, and Elliot loves it. Oh, Elliot, oh, yeah. Elliot, oh, yeah. Most people who are born into it love it. Yeah, uh, they would not accept another way. And he's in a powerful part of the state too. They do really well. It's yeah, they do. Down there. They do real well. Really good. Well, hey, I know you guys got to get going, Bill Tyler. I really, I really appreciate you guys joining us for for this episode on our podcast. Uh, I can't, I can't say thank you enough. I really yeah, do. Thank you for really what you do for it. us, what you do for the industry. Just thank you from everybody. Yes. Well, y'all are mighty nice. And make sure you tell all your fellow workers there at Green Top, uh, thank them for their support of Realtree as well. It's obviously a two way street and. You know, uh, you know, we 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 have tried to do the best we can to get a positive image out there in the marketplace. We try to do a good it job, right. Yeah. We try to get our kids involved, which is important to us and our next customers for both. And so, uh, we certainly appreciate the opportunity of being with you guys this afternoon. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'll get drawn up at Green Top Gun. We'll 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 go back and forth. <laughs> well, we we hey, I, I'm all ears. We're listening. That's right. I like it. <laughs> I'll send y'all that exclusive sometime this week. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Now we're talking. I like it. Look good. Put All my guys, face on one side, hunters on the other. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, All thanks right. again, y'all guys. Uh, hope Thank you guys have a good one and uh, good luck in at the ball games. Thank appreciate you. We it. certainly appreciate Thank it. Thank y'all for the opportunity. Yeah. Too. Thank Thanks, y'all for thanks Thank guys. You. Appreciate See it. You. Thanks for listening to the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.